Is this thing on? I had to dust off the mic real quick. Um, welcome back to another episode. Shine Out Podcast. We're back. I'm not sure how much I can give you guys this year. You know, I'm kind of busy, you know. Got a lot of personal things going on that I'll break at some point. Um, some of my friends know. Some of my family knows. Some of my family doesn't know. So that's why we're not going to break it. What's going on in my life right now? No, my girlfriend is not pregnant. No, we did not get engaged. So we can cut those rumors out there. But a lot of things are going on in my life. Um, people really don't know what's going on. And I'll break it whenever I feel like it. I have to, you know, figure everything out. But welcome back to the pod. Uh, if it's your first time listening, um, Sean, I'm cool. You might hear the word nigga a lot. I'm black, so I get away with saying it, as you didn't know by the title. Um, and we're just here. Um, I think the last pod I recorded, if I'm not mistaken, it was, uh, man, I think it was Lincoln Valley going to USC in November. And I remember vividly saying, hey, SC's offense is going to be crazy. And, I mean, after tonight, it's a yes and a no. Um, this is going to go out Sunday morning. So, USC played Stanford it's September 10th. They played Stanford. They won 41-28. The game was not as close to the final score indicate. That game was over at the end of the third quarter when it was 41-14. Um, USC kind of just left the foot off the gas. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of that, but it is what it is. Got you got you got to finish games. Um, they did finish. The defense did, but the defense is suspect, which is whatever. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a great win for the Trojans. Haven't beat Stanford in a while. Stanford they played pretty well. I gotta give you know David Shaw some credit, even though I'm not a big David Shaw guy. He uh, it's not my cup of tea up in the uh, Palo Alto. Not not much cup of tea. Probably should went to the NFL a couple years ago, because now it's just it's not looking good up there. They're struggling the the build the culture they had under Harbaugh under him really, you know, in the, in the mid two thousands. But that's what happens when a certain program goes on probation. You're able to get you know top five linemen all the time. I'm just being honest. That's why certain programs leave in the conference in two years. But yeah, USC, people have been wondering my thoughts. I'll give them to you. You know, this is pretty, pretty you know, open space. I hate hearing myself talk and I hate, you know, just hearing myself talk and, and, and listening to myself. So it's kind of funny that I'm doing this. But. My personal opinion, I think that SC is one of the one of the best eight teams in the country. They're not better than Georgia, Bama, or Ohio State, and I don't think they're better than Clemson because they're their defense. But anybody else, oh yeah, they can give teams a run for the money. They're, I think their offense is probably the probably a top three offense in college football. I think what they can do offensively is very scary when they don't when they actually play. I think when you have Caleb. Who's just a very smart cerebral quarterback? Um, I personally, me me personally, I think that Caleb, the transition in the in the progression that I've seen from him, 
you know, some guys don't don't progress as their careers go. And he only had like seven starts last year, and he played really well as a freshman last year with with Lincoln. And now you're starting to see if you if you watched him, you're starting to see now like, oh wow, he's a he. This is what he was supposed to do out of high school. Like he was that good out of high school. This is why he was a top three kid coming out and everything. You're starting to see it. Um, obviously, loading him the talent up with with Jordan Addison coming over from Pitt. Which, yeah, man, that's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, Brendan Rice, Jay Rice's kid, he made some impact. He hasn't made a big impact yet. Uh, Mario Williams, Austin, Oklahoma. Uh, Travis Dye, Austin Jones. Those kids are Pac-12 kids. Um, you know, Terrell Bryan was a Pac-12 kid. So, you know, oh, I can't forget about Malik, Malik Brown. They got a lot of guys in this offense, and I think when Lincoln can can get um, his recruits in, because for me, I'm not worried about what USC can do with the skill positions and the quarterback, because Lincoln's a god. I've seen Lincoln do this for forever. What I'm worried about is what is his offense gonna offense line gonna look like after next year? You know, a good catch. I'm watching the BYU-Baylor game, and BYU's quarterback just threw a dime in the corner of the end zone. My goodness gracious. Beautiful throw. Um, but, yeah, what I was saying was I'm not worried about, like, the skill guys. It's really in the trenches. At USC, when USC is really good, it's all about the trench play. They get guys who can play in the line, and they dominate teams, and they batter teams up. And... This offensive line, USC's guy is good. Like, I would say uh, they're top five offensive line good. Um, so I'm curious to you know what see what happens with them. I mean, offensively in the Pac-12, it's going to be hard for teams to stop them because the only way you stop them is they beat themselves, like they did at night. Really, I think it would, you know that's just kind of how it is. They have to beat themselves. But they're going to score a ton of points in that conference. I think my biggest issue and concern, and God bless my mother. I called her, and I ranted to her about this defense. And I had to hang up the phone. I had to go for a walk. I was so frustrated. It's one thing to create turnovers, and I, I love they create so many turnovers and opportunities for USC, for the offensive score. But my goodness, they give up too many yards. They don't cover well defensively. I don't know what the hell Alex Grinch does in practice. Um, I, I need to like ask like Ryan Abraham and like Chavino and all those guys who cover USC. Um, shot them. They do great work. Um, even if you aren't a USC fan, they do really good work on college football. Like you, you should probably subscribe to them. That's not like a plug or anything. I'm just being honest. Great, great work. Don't know them personally, but I think they're great people. But um. I want to know what he does. Like, what do you do in practice? Like, why are these guys floating around wide open? Like, I expected USC's defensive line to struggle because Clay didn't recruit defensive linemen. And it's going to take a cycle or two. It's going to take two cycles. And the only one he recruited was Corey Foreman. And Corey Foreman barely plays. So Corey Foreman looked like a bust, unfortunately. I hope not. But he barely played tonight. Didn't see him. Um... But, like, their back seven, man, 
they force a lot of turnover, big plays, a lot, of, a lot of picks. But man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Like a lot of turnovers, and I think the big thing about SC is, yeah, it's good to create turnovers. You get offense opportunities, and the offense is going to score points. Like USC's offense is going to score. They may not score in like the fourth quarter of the Stanford game, but I, that's a that's an that's an aberration. They're going to score. My issue is, there's going to be a game where they don't have enough offense. Like they put 48 up, and the other team scores 51 because they can't stop anybody. And at some point, it's going to take a leader. Someone's going to have to be a leader on their defense to say this is unacceptable. We we do not do this here at USC. You know, we are held to a bigger Stanford a standard and a, and a better standard. So, is it going to be Shane Lee? Is it going to be Kalen Bullock? Is it going to be... I, I don't really know half the guys in the roster defensively because they, they had a, a, such a big turnover. But they got to create pressure. Um, they got to stop having guys running wide open, man. This is embarrassing. It's disgusting to see guys just running ragged. And they can't stop the run. So, as a whole... I think their team is, like I said, top eight good because there's nobody good in college football. It's kind of scary. There's really no one good and except for like the big three. And even then, Alabama struggled against Texas. And I, I mean struggled. Like Texas was a better team, my personal opinion. Texas may have lost, but Texas was the better team. And I'm looking at it and I'm saying to myself, well, you know what? Um... We could play in the Rose Bowl. I think between us and Utah, I think we're New Year's Six Day Bowl game good. That we're good enough to play anybody in New Year's Six Day Bowl. I think we're, we're really good, but we could definitely win the conference play in the Rose Bowl. We got enough talent to do it. I I would hope that Grinch gets it together. I would hope that they just they look they look capable of being a good defense at times, and at other times, it's like they're a high school team. And it's like no. Like, it's just going to take a cycle, I think. Maybe two. But if this is going to get cleaned up by next year, Alex Grinch ain't, ain't, ain't going to be there long term. Cause, because when we go to the Big Ten, you got to be physical up front. Then the only team I mean, now, I mean, Ohio State is starting to be more physical after what happened last year against Michigan and Ann Arbor. And how they got ran up and down the field, like the entire second half. But like every other team in the Big Ten is physical up front, and they get these big linemen. You gotta get some linemen. So, but I'm not too worried about SC recruiting. I'm not worried really about this season because this season, in my opinion, is a wash. Because let's be honest, I didn't expect them to be a playoff team, and I don't like the playoff anyway. The playoffs bullshit. Um, but what I will tell you is that nine, ten wins, maybe eleven, because the schedule's so favorable. That's that's okay. If they win nine games this year, I'm happy. I mean, Clay Helton last year coached four wins. Really, I shouldn't say four wins. The last time Clay coached a four season, we don't count the COVID year. 
and they were eight and they were eight and five, and they lost games they had no business losing. It was like, man, I, you know. I, I so you win nine, ten games this year. The Coliseum is gonna fill up next year before you leave for the for the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a new day. It's a new day at SC. And it's great. You know, to all the Oklahoma fans who stumble upon this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Lincoln's not there anymore. But at the end of the day, like, get over yourself. If you love Vanderbilt so much, you shouldn't be worried about Lincoln Riley and what he's doing. I promise you. It's not that great. Especially if he's the bitch out west. So, he's a sexy bitch to me. And we that's what we have to do. Right? That's a David Gargetta song. Damn, you's a sexy bitch. That's my song to Lincoln Riley to all the Oklahoma fans out there. He's one sexy bitch. That's all I got. I got nothing else. Um, we are going to bring the pod back. I'm not sure we're going to do it because, like I said, I'm very busy. I, got, I don't have a lot of time in my hands. and um, It's not a lot of effort recording and editing podcasts. I just have a lot. I don't have a lot of time in my hands. It's a little time consuming. But, uh, yeah. Uh, take a like. Subscribe. Share with your friends. Share with your mom. I don't know. Oh, speaking of Oklahoma, they're on my screen right now. Look at that. Man, what a throw. Wide open. But, yeah. Like, subscribe. Do whatever you want to do. Um, I'm going to bring it back every once in a while. Hopefully sooner than later. Just like I said, it's all time consuming. Uh, peace and love, guys. Fight on. Black Lives Matter. Um, Nick Saban's a dick. Bye. <laughs>